From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, another yarn over the back fence with Walter Williams and Ashley Mack. Sometimes lighthearted, sometimes serious, we chat about weaponised complaints against councillors, customer service, local print and online media, meeting councillors, and in sport, the AFL and NRL in Ipswich. It's Wednesday, May 26, 2021, National Sorry Day, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 30 years. You've heard his voice as a leading voiceover talent in Australia. Welcome, Walter. Thank you very much, Alan. And Ashley Mack, born in Ipswich, consistently blames growing up under power lines for his problems uh, and being a media tart. He's also I've a small business. Never bus- sent a letter to council about it. <laughs> He's also a small business owner. Welcome, Ash. Thanks, mate. Good to see you. Talking of complaints, the Office of Independent Assessor takes complaints about councillor conduct issues. They issued a media release on May 17 to put to rest any councillor concerns that complaints were being used as weapons by opponents and detractors. What are your thoughts, Walt? No one wants weaponised complaints, do they? No. Uh, I, I, if, if you're going to complain, complain, right? And complain to the highest order. And, uh, and hopefully you get hurt because it's the old story, isn't it? The, the, the squeaky wheel needs oil. So, yeah, but as for weaponising a complaint, I don't know if that's the way to go. If you were to basically run for office and then miss out consistently, you could become a vexatious, a vexatious person and just keep writing letters just to be a pain in the butt. Does that sound familiar? Look, it, it does sound familiar. And Ipswich City Council over the years, in, in recent years in particular, there's been thousands of hours wasted on people who complain every other day about something. I don't know how you sort the wheat from the chaff when it comes to complaints. I have an idea. Yeah, go ahead, Ash. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting down for this. <laughs> All you have to do is say, okay, if you send in a complaint and it's deemed either vexatious or just being a pain in the butt, you are charged X number of dollars and that money goes to charity. Can you imagine how much money we could raise in this town from the people sending those crap letters? Well, I'll tell you what, it, it may not be a silly idea. I think we'd have to put that back on the Office of Independent Assessor to uh, make the assessment of whether it was vexatious or not. Those those sort of complaints are time-wasting, aren't they? I mean, council has a job to do and a limited time to do it in. So they're a distraction. They're not necessarily helpful. Mm. Look, using up our money that could be spent on uh, wise exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, last word on the vexatious complaints. Maybe the complaint system has gone too far the other way, Mm. and I don't want to take away people's ability to complain but it's tying the system up in knots. Well, that's a sign of the times, isn't it? Because social media has done exactly the same thing. Has indeed. You're exactly right there, Ash. Investigations into old councillor allegations have hit a dead end. I know, Ash, in the past you've said, look, let's just draw a line in the sand and move on. Are you still of that view? 
Same same way. To me, again, it's a cost we don't need. You know, there's more criminals walking outside the, the jails than there are in. We'll never change that situation. Walter? Yeah, I, I think it's time to move on. Build a bridge and move on. Call it the David Trumpy Bridge. I don't care. But well, just build it and move on because we, we've been going over this uh, internally for how long now? Years. A long time. Well, maybe that's the last word from us about it. Promise? <laughs> With my fingers crossed, I'll promise. <laughs> Let's move on to media matters now, and we'll talk about the Queensland Times. News Corp sent out an email to subscribers saying the QT app is no longer supported from May 23rd and to download the Courier Mail app and click the Ipswich tab for local news. Now, I took the trouble to um, have a bit of a yarn with the QT editor, Andrew Corner. He's very excited about this change because he described the QT app as a little bit clunky, and on the Courier Mail app, you can have your own Ipswich tab and then all your news is together. Have, have you guys had a chance to have a look, Ash? I haven't, haven't had a look, but as you know, I'm a bit of a, a, a web lover, and I can't understand why everybody seems to be putting out a, uh, a hard-printed paper. How many have we got in town now? Newspapers, mm-hmm. they say, are making a bit of a resurgence, and we've got, uh, what, three three new weekly papers since the QT stopped printing that I can count. Mm. Mate, I prefer a, a web-based paper. I just don't think any of them are doing it properly at the moment. This is where the uh, revised Courier-Mail integration with the QT doesn't look too bad on the desktop. I've checked that out as well, and I, I like it. I've got to say I like it. Uh, Walt, have you had a chance to have a look? Uh, I, look, in the pecuniary interests of this program, I am not signed up to the Courier-Mail or the QT or any other newspaper. Uh, I just refuse to pay for my news like that. I know that you, in the, the old day you would pay for a paper. I get what you're saying. But I was sitting down at Alan and Rod uh, having a coffee and brekkie the other morning, and uh, I managed to pick up those two copies, the Ipswich Local News and the the colour one that they also print. Uh, and it, it look, it's entertaining reading, and it cost me nothing. So that's how I like. And I, I, I get enough of my news through my phone anyway because I get news alerts from nine, etc. Mm-hmm. But uh, what about the, local? Uh, age. What about local stuff, Walt? Yeah, well, with the local, I stay in touch uh, through the uh, the City Watch program and things like that, and and also keeping abreast of what's happening at, at Nicholas Street Mall, like we talked about last uh, time on the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just I think I'm getting enough news, and it's news overload at the end of the day too. It really is. I do want to put a plug in for working journalists that they have to be paid somehow. So I don't I don't uh, begrudge uh, subscriptions to. Uh, no, no, some no. And I, I used to be a working journalist. Mm. <laughs> I'm a subscriber to the QT. <laughs> well, well that, that's two of the three of us then. That's not bad. <laughs> that's that's the, funny, the journalist is not a subscriber. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I did notice a moth floating around in your booth there. Oh, Ash. right. Because okay. you, you opened your wallet. <laughs> I opened my wallet, yeah. <laughs> On to other matters. Ipswich City Council has rebadged the old chat time. That's when uh, councillors used to be at the shopping centres or on street corners catching up with residents. They've rebadged it as Community Matters. The new name, I think, kind of works, serves the same purpose. Will it serve the same whinges, Ash? Well, the name actually probably is uh, turns it from being, hey, we'll just come over for a chat and a cup of tea to actually dealing with with issues being more serious mm. Mm. yeah it does sound it does it sounds more serious maybe it will get rid of the whinges have you ever been to one walter 
No, I haven't been to one. But, uh, you know, just quick change of a couple of letters there and you've got community nutters. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> but, look, I think anything that, that, that is good about discussing what's happening locally, with, with whatever you call it, chat time, community matters, whatever it does, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. So long as you get those issues discussed, I think that's an important thing. Well, on a serious note, I think it's great that Council has now formalised this they seem to be promoting it quite well in the community using social media and, and, and other methods because some people will have issues in their neighbourhood but they just won't pick up the phone mm. but they're happy to go down and have a face-to-face chat. So I'll give it a big tick for council. I'm big on digital uh, technology, so I've got Snap, Send and Solve on my phone. So anytime that I find too. an issue yep. in, in the community, I... Do exactly that. You snap a photo, you send the issue information through, and they solve it and usually get a reply from whichever body it is in council. Uh, or that most wasn't that photo I saw of you with your bin full of water, was it? No. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't an issue. That was just saying how much rain fell that weekend <laughs> when the, uh, the Bremer River flooded over. Sticking with Ipswich City Council, Council has sort of fallen on its sword in the last round of committees saying that the customer service isn't up to scratch. I find that quite amazing that the wheel has to be reinvented. Why do you think it's come to needing a whole new strategy, Ash? Because good customer service is only really um, able to be given to good customers. And I know that sounds that sounds a bit weird, but how many people come into the council angry and giving the girls and there a hard time and on the phone a hard time. If you, I've found that if you go in with, with honey instead of vinegar, they'll just about bend over backwards for you. I mm. agree. I agree mm. with that. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's a good strategy in itself. Leah mm. Ash, honey over vinegar every day. Yeah. You, um, with customer service, it, it's very important that we have it, of course. Uh, and we, and the thing is, it's got to be easily accessible too. Uh, and a lot of cases you've got to jump through so many hoops to get any kind of result, but it's, it's nice if you can just pick up a phone or you can just get online and do it that way. Where are they getting this information though, that the, the customer service is bad? Cause I've never really had any bad service from it city council. I think it's coming from a quarter that wants to have a ball by ball description of how their request is progressing. Oh, you're kidding. So that, that, I think that's the thrust of it. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Look, yeah. I, I had an issue the other day. I was at the dog park and I saw a, a dog had been stranded in, the uh, the David the Barclay dog park and uh, it was on its own. There was no owner there, so I thought, what do I do? So I rang local council mm-hmm. and talked to uh, one of the girls on the line there, and uh, and she said, look, we're going to solve the matter. Uh, we'll get the the department down there and we'll get this animal, you know, back with its owner, etc. Thing because you, you feel for a dog that's in that situation. Yeah, but but it was handled really well. You got a job number and it was very efficiently done. So you don't need to be part of it in every step of the process. Once you've opened the door and you've got things moving, it, that should be the end of it. Yeah, less control freaks. And exactly. my, my, my last word on that is that uh, both working inside of council and now outside of council, I want to give a five-star rating to the customer service team at Ipswich City Council because yep. I've witnessed what they have to do. I've witnessed what they deal with. 
thousands of phone calls a year, such a mm. variety of complaints, and uh, they just do, in my humble opinion, a fantastic job. I'd give them five stars too, mate. Sticking with council, this is a good news story. The free CBD parking trial that has been happening is set to become permanent, an absolute no-brainer. What do you think, Ash? Hang on. I still, I've been putting money in the metres. Tell, tell me more. What's well, going on? well uh, in the CBD, I think you can get a 15-minute grace in the parking metre, something like that. And on Saturday mornings in the CBD, no need to put the money in the metre at all. Wow. That'd, be, that'd have to be one of the only places in the country, wouldn't it? Cutting back on paid parking, I think you might be right. And I think it's a great idea. The feedback around town has been fabulous. Especially if people can come in and park. Because that's their complaint. I can't park. I don't know where to park. And then you get... <laughs> Like you go to the Gold Coast, you, you park there oh, two minutes yeah. and they get you. you know? Well, yeah. so there's going to be a bit of a grace here in Ipswich, which is great. Uh, and Saturday mornings, absolutely free. Walt, how about you? What are your thoughts? I like it and I've used it, but I find 15 minutes isn't enough time to do what you need to do. You, well, you that's when you do have to put money in, see? Exactly. And that's <laughs> and that's when you add the money. And that's where, you know, means I've got to part with the readies. Wait, you, the thing is, you could use a bon ton to go around town. You're that close to it. I, I mostly walk into town anyway, yeah. So it's very <laughs> rare that I drive pretty, the pretty car. Readies, mate. You don't, unless you put a car in there, you don't have to, okay? Yeah. Okay. All on. right. I think we're agreed then we'll give another big tick yep. to council it's, on uh, it's on that decision. Idea. Yeah, it's gone through committee as a recommendation and coming up for the council meeting. I can't see it not going through. Who wants to uh, vote against that? And Saturdays, that's a great thing too. It as is. You mentioned there, Alice. A big, big and boost. Because we've got to boost tourism in this town too. Mm, exactly. Well, the Ipswich shows been and gone after a, a break last year. How good was it? Did you go? No. <laughs> well, did you go? I was actually out of town oh. the weekend of the show. Well, one out of one out of three ain't bad. I was there, and I have to declare that I was there to uh, do a job, uh, working as the uh, main ring announcer, and that was a baptism of fire. But I had a load of fun and learned a lot. Uh, did you catch up with Paul Kazos out there? I did. He was my co-host on Sunday afternoon for the uh, program leading into the fireworks, and wasn't that so good? Oh, it was. Look, we got back early enough on Sunday that we could go up to the uh, the lookout, the Lions lookout, and watch the fireworks from up there. It was brilliant. Yeah, you, you, um, yeah, I'm just thinking if you could use the Facebook posts as a benchmark to how much the town liked it, they look as though they got a 9 or a 10 out of 10 because I didn't see a negative. Uh, was, the atmosphere... Even my post that said, hey, this is the first time in a long time the Ipswich show has been on without rain. Yes, yes that I is like true. <laughs> the weather was absolutely five-star along with the show. And they had record crowds. The vibe was unbelievable. When I went for a walk around Sideshow Alley and some of the other areas of the show, there was, there was just people really enjoying themselves, and it was mm. great to see. And I think we needed that after 2020. Yes, yeah. Darren Zana going to keep his job, you reckon? I think he will. <laughs> Him and his committee and the over 400 volunteers have mm. done an outstanding job for the 2021 show. Well, maybe we yeah. should give them a, uh, a round of applause. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Round yeah. of applause. Round of applause for the show committee and the president. Well, let's wrap it up uh, as they do on the end of uh, normal news bulletins, and that is and in sport. Lions at Springfield <laughs> Central. This has been a long time coming. And it looks as though it's going to be amazing. 
Yeah, that's what Ipswich City needs. More sports teams. It's actually what we need, you know. I just realised we need a member from Springfield in our little committee here. We do. We do need to add a, a voice from the eastern suburbs. I'll work on that. Yeah, I think that'd be good because, you know, otherwise it's all the, the alphas from one, day, <laughs> from one end of town. Yeah. Speak for yourself, Ash. Okay. I, think, I think we're fairly spread out, Ash. <laughs> the, I like the fact that this stadium will, be, will become one of the premier, well, they're calling it a boutique stadium, but it's going to be bigger mm-hmm. than a boutique stadium, I think, and, mm. and it can expand beyond that. The position... Uh, is position, position, position right next to the train station. Oh, yeah. So people from Brisbane can come out for the women's games. The Lions will be training there. To use another cliche, it's a win-win-win all round. And it probably will be good for our Olympic Games as well. It certainly will be. Mm. And the other thing we need to fall into place is a National Rugby League team. Yes. In the Western Corridor. What do you think of those, uh, the idea of a couple of the uh, bidders working together there, Walt? That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, as long as we get the get it across the line, basically. And we keep the I name would, Jets. <laughs> yeah, I would like to keep the name Jets in there because there, there was a lot of discussion in the media recently about that, wasn't there? We're very proud of our Jets. They're the Ipswich Jets. We've got the Jets Leagues Club. There's a lot of reasons to keep Jets and Ipswich somewhere in the titles if it becomes part of the NRL, and let's hope it does. Maybe we should ring Clive Palmer. He seems to like to stick his nose in the football lately. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. we'll just move on from there, Ash. But you must be excited that we could have a uh, NRL team based in the city. Me? I've never been a real football follower, but I like the money coming to town. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Bet you do. Yeah, it's the same as $35,000 given to um, the guys at uh, Willowbank. That sort of money brings so many people. What they say, 90% yeah. of the people that came to the, uh, the the motor racing out there came from out of town and brought a lot of money to town. If football does the same thing, I'm a happy camper. Yes, and if we can get uh, CMC Rocks back, back next year, that will yeah. also boost our numbers yeah it's a, this this covid it's knocked us around a bit hey listen men we're out of time so thanks again for joining me over the back fence always good to have a yarn and i'll i'll take on board that another voice from the eastern yeah. suburbs we 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 could add to the mix there and have have even more fun sounds good have a great day thanks ash thanks l ipswich today is supported by kinetics people-powered web hosting trusted by australian businesses since 1999 This podcast is also listener supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.